Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm doing okay. I don't have my microphone today, but I'm going to do it with just the phone and see how it goes. Well, hold it up to your mouth so everyone can hear you. I will do that. How's it going, Sister Joe? It's going good. Welcome, everybody, to Dipstitch. Um, I'm having a great Saturday, drinking lots of coffee, um, just relaxing. It's pretty dismal out today, so... Happy 2021. It's been 15 glorious days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you have a birthday coming up. What's this this year? 63? 57. Just kidding. 57. <laughs> wow. And so what is your birthday wish this year? Oh, gosh. I think it's the same as everybody's birthday wish. Health and happiness. Yeah. I mean, nothing complicated. Just the basics. Yep. But that's in four weeks, so we can't. I'm still 56 and holding on. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell your 55 year old self? What would I tell my 55 year old self? Well, I talk. I talk to myself a lot, so I'm always telling my 50. Well, my 56 year old self stuff. So I don't know. I just think it's so bizarre. I I had one of the best birthdays I've ever had last year. I went to New York City and spent it with my sons and had a great time. And little did I know the world would blow up weeks later. So it's just, it's been surreal. But, you know, which brings me to um, a point about speaking of the, the virus. Um, well, Jamie and I just listened to the podcast for Science Friday that airs on NPR. Yeah. And it was really, really good. It was talking about viruses and medication. It sounds like you're at a party. Oh, no. oh that's Gigi. She's in the shower. That's oh. okay. Just, just ignore her. Okay. <laughs> She's part of the show today. She's our special guest. The special guest, Gigi. That's cool. <laughs> so we li- so we listened to a bunch of doctors talking about the development of the vaccine and. Yeah how it's mRNA developed with uh, really a protein based vaccination. Right. Uh, one, which, one of the, or one of a, you know, of a handful that, that, um, you know, that's fairly new technology is um, so what it does is it sends this recipe into your body to make the, just the spike protein. Yes. The virus. And so it gives you a little bit of the virus, but not enough where you really, can spread and become fully symptomatic. So how cool is that? You're just, you're just injecting a recipe and your body's really making the vet, you know, making what needs it's happening inside your body. It's not something that is injected into your body. It's, it's helping your body to make it. So that's right. And they talked about your body being the manufacturer and exactly. And And we don't even get a cut of it. (laughs) Well, what, one thing that they did say, um, a research doctor out of uh, Baylor University, who was incredibly interesting to listen to, but she has been studying the coronavirus for 10 years. So they had a lot of the research already done. Right, because SARS is, is, COVID, is also a COVID. Yes. So they, yeah, so there has been different kinds of COVIDs that have happened. This happens to be they call this one car. They call this one SARS CoV two. SARS CoV two. Maybe. I, anyway, regardless, it is a, it is a SARS uh, kind of 
Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. we spent the morning having coffee and listening to uh, vaccination experts, which was really cool, which started me thinking about. Um... <laughs> She's thinking. <Okay>. too. <laughs> Sorry. Which, which started me thinking about our last episode where you talked a lot about what it was like being a special needs parent and really bore your soul to our audience about what that was like. So I started thinking that if I was going to let someone know about me, um, I thought I would disclose a couple of things about myself that, that I've struggled with. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. So I guess, I don't know how to introduce it, but, um, I have suffered uh, with severe clinical depression for most of my life. And um, it's something that took a lot of years to, to figure out. And um, I think, I think it started when I was a teenager and uh, the advice to me when I was suffering from this horrible disease was, to pull your bootstraps up. And I think, do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of people got that kind of advice back when I was growing up. And, and, and in many cases continue to get that information. And so it's not something that unfortunately has changed a whole lot. Right. Um, But it definitely is um you know they're finding that it's even linked to um inflammation and inflammatory response right i mean it could be i you know i believe that it could be linked to that it could be linked to a lot of things but the bottom line that from what i've learned is you know it is a a horrible disease and basically my brain was not firing on all cylinders and you know I can't say it enough for anybody out there suffering from any kind of depression that, you know, if, if you're out there and you're saying to yourself, tomorrow's going to be a better day, I just know it. Or today was a good day. I'm going to be fine. You know, you're really fooling yourself. Um, You really, I I can't, if I had a nickel for every time I said that when I was going through this, I thought, I knew something was wrong, but I kept saying, well, today was a good day or, or tomorrow's going to be a good day. And in fact, tomorrow was a good day, but then I would have three really, really bad days. So it's, it's something you can't, you can't self-diagnose. You, you have to know your own body and know your own self and, there are any red flags you need to get help. Right. And so there's a lot of tools online. As long as you go to, and I, we can maybe post them. Sure. Um, after this on the site, but there are places where you can go to kind of ask some, you know, frequently asked questions or things that you can kind of decide whether or not you do want to seek out help for number one, always reach out for help. If you're feeling like you're, feeling suicidal or right. like you, hurt, you want to hurt yourself or anybody else. Right. Number one, regardless, doesn't matter if you're whatever you think it is, always reach out to, for help. If you feel like hurting yourself 
or somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means driving down the road, feeling like, boy, I kind of want to drive into that tree. Right. That's that's automatic. Pull over, call somebody, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, say I'm having a hard time. Or if you can make it to a safe place and then reach out for help. But always, always, always number one. But there's all there are tools online. And like I said, I will um, give them to you, Joe, and you can post them for anybody listening. Sure. Um, through the CDC and also SAMHSA and, um, you know, there's there's the um, National Institute for Mental Health. So I will post some of those little things. Sure. Then. That would be great. And, you know, a little bit a little bit more about the background. I mentioned, the you know, uh, tomorrow will be better kind of thing. But over time, it got worse and worse. And um, I was very self-destructive. Um, and one thing that goes along with with depression, because you're confused, you're upset, you, you don't know you don't you don't know where it's coming from. A side effect is drinking, and I would drink to get drunk because I wanted to. And Gigi agrees with me. Um, But but I would I I would I would self medicate, and um, that was a very low point in my life, Um, and that went on for a number of years. Uh, until I hit rock bottom and some really bad situation, a, a very bad situation arose and I handled it very badly. And, um, you know, it affected everyone around me. It affected my boyfriend. It affected my family. Um, we ended up breaking up. Uh, and thanks to his kind heart and his forgiveness we mended things but you know I did hit that rock bottom and said I I've got to see somebody uh I didn't even suspect depression I just knew something was wrong and uh I needed to get the help that that I needed um so you know I just can't say it enough that you know people are afraid of medications and afraid of going to see a therapist or afraid of this that or the other thing and you really, really have to take care of yourself. That's number one. That is that yeah. is number one. And, um, you know, I, I learned and I grew. And, um, yes, I was medicated I, and I still am. And when that happened, uh, it, it opened up my life. It changed my life for the better. And I, I am now you know, not suffering from depression any longer, able to focus, able to make good decisions, not not feeling down, uh, you know, because uh, the worst of it was, you know, people have said, I, you know, I can't get out of bed. Well, I couldn't get out of bed. I laid there and I thought, what is wrong here? I've got a great partner. I've got great children. I've got a great family. Why am I laying here catatonic? And I, I, it, it really just came down to uh, the disease and uh, the fact that my brain was not firing. It was not working properly. So uh, I, I, you know, part of me 
feels like this is all very personal and I maybe I shouldn't share it, but a bigger part of me wants people out there to know that it can happen to you and whether it's you or someone you love, pay attention to the signs and pay attention to what's happening. And if you're worried about someone, come out and just ask them. And the other, and then like, so I applaud you for sharing what you're sharing. It's very personal. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's a good thing to do for people to feel okay to talk about Mm -hmm. it. And that, you know, mental illness is not curable, but it is treatable. Exactly. So there's, and there's different ways to treat it. Right. So exactly. You know, for you, um, medication, but you know, it's important to note that medication alone is not going to, 100% 100% treat it. I mean, it helps it, but they know through studies that that medication along with to- some kind of talk therapy, right. um, you know, and so there's also this thing about, you know, having other sectors of your life kind of also firing, mm-hmm. like having a purpose, having a social life, having um, meditative practice, eating right, being healthy. So although like physically, like it's what they say, mind, body connection. Right, right. You know, you have to be taking, you have to be, have a good diet of, you know, Mm -hmm. a a social diet, a good online diet, a good, you know, food, nutritional diet. It's all those things are included in your life that you have to have balance in and have to have, you know, because you, you know, and you can talk to this probably too. I mean, if you just took the medication and you still, you know, you weren't able to, you know, do some of the other things you do, then, you know, it might not be as effective. I mean, right, knows, right. But- you need a, you need a support system basically. And, and all the things you mentioned are true. Uh, you know, it, you have to pay attention to your life and more so than the average person, because you don't want to fall back into any kind of depression. Um, uh, you know, I also had a little bit of anxiety, um, and, and still do, you know, I still get a little bit of, okay. um, you know, I, 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 I still have a little bit of anxiety. I have to, you know, self-talk with myself and um you know sometimes group gatherings get me a little bit anxious um you know things like that just you know but but I'm able to manage it I'm able to manage it by paying attention to it not forcing myself not putting extra stress on myself but just saying everything is fine you can do this you know everything, everything is fine. Um, I just, uh, I just, I want to use the word plea. I want to have a plea to people who are, oh, background noise on my end here. Um, uh, just a plea to people who are suffering that you don't have to suffer. And it, and it's very true that you know, medication is not the silver bullet. Um, you know, having someone to talk to makes a big difference, and it and it and it can't be your best friend. I'm sorry, you you're 
your best friend will help you to a certain point, but then you have to get someone who's very, um, who's trained in, in mental issues, um, to sit down and talk with you. So, so what would, what would you say to people who are hesitant to go on medication? Cause that's a big thing that I hear from patients is, well, I don't want to take a pill every day. I don't want to, I don't want to take medication. Right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, first of all, there are, I, I want to say hundreds of medications out there, but it seems like that, but there are a lot of medications to manage depression. Um, and, you know, it takes a while to find the right one. I tried two or three before I got on one that made me feel good, that that I felt whole. Um, a myth that people have or that people are afraid to take medications is they say, I don't want to feel numb. You, it, once the right medication has been prescribed, and as I said, it could take a few different tries of different medications, but once you get the medication that is right for you, I absolutely promise you will not feel numb. It really just, it just took my depression away, gave me better focus, opened up my life. It, it was like, it saved my life. It saved my life. And it was a terrible life before that. It was um, too much drinking, too much partying, very self-destructive. Even when I wasn't doing that, uh, you know, bad things were, I was making very bad choices. And I, I said to one of my children after I had been uh, treated and back on the road to recovery, I said, did you know I had depression? And he just looked at me like, are you kidding? Of course I knew. Yeah. You know, because when you're depressed, you try to hide it. You try to put on a smile. Uh, you, you try to get through the day any way you can. And, you know, sometimes it's very apparent to other people. So your charade is not working. Right. It's just not working. So as a health, so as a health, a mental health care worker, what what are your some of your observations or, um, yeah, really just observations of what you think about depression? Well, you know, I think you pretty much summed it up pretty good. Um, you know, there is help. There is treatment um and there is work to be done it's not like you said not a silver bullet there is other things that you need to work on it's a lot of like re reworking how you think things because if for so long you're thinking things are you know it's difficult to see you know like like you said how you know i find that people sometimes will say oh, my day my day was ruined mm-hmm. a, a whole day because of abc right and then you say well when did abc happen well that was at eight in the morning well how long did you think about it for all day mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes 
that kind of depressive brain gets so stuck. Exactly. And, and it's all, so it's also a way of re, you know, like cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. which is kind of thinking about it, thinking about things differently and retraining or re, re, you know, just thinking about things in a different way mm-hmm. to help to work through some of the thought process that kind of comes with depression as well. And the medication helps with that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I was wanted to say too, depression and anxiety oftentimes go hand in hand. Not always. They do. They do. Um, but it's definitely, a, a, you know, evil twins there. Right. It's, it's, it's tough to have both, you know. And the bad behavior, uh, I find that when I come across a person or know of a person, or even when I listen to the news and you hear things that happen to people, um, not to be a know-it-all, but a lot of times, especially if it's drinking involved, I have to say that person must be depressed. I mean, because drinking was my crutch. I mean, I still drink. I don't drink to get drunk. I, I, I drink with a whole different mindset now, but, um, you know, it's under control and I don't, I don't drink to forget my problems, which were, you know, which, which were skewed because I was dealing with this mental disorder. Well, I do have to say as a, as a mental health worker, I do not recommend if anyone's listening, if they do go on medication to drink. You're really not supposed to drink alcohol True. when you take antidepressants. True. Um, so that's something you have to make a decision on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is not recommended. And the other thing about medication too for people is many of the antidepressants take up to 12 weeks to actually take full effect. Right. So when you do do trials, unless you're having a severe reaction, the doctor probably will want you to, to um, you know, give it some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's frustrating. That's so frustrating because there are other disor- disorders, diseases, things like that. You take a pill and you do feel it pretty quickly, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, ty- think about Tylenol, ibuprofen, Ativan, uh, Benadryl, all those things. So it can be frustrating for people saying they're not feeling better or whatever, but, um, so also giving it time. Right. Right. Well, like you I- might, might feel some effect, but it can take time right i i forget how long i had tried the first three medications it 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 may it may have been a while i i honestly don't remember but um but it does take time it takes time to figure out what's going to work with your body and um you know i joke around every day i tell jamie i'm taking my happy pill Uh, um, (laughs) just because i i I don't want to make light of my disease, but I also want to add a little humor and, and just kind of move on with the day and, and just call it my happy pill. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, even if you're on medication, you can get down, you, you can get depressed, but the difference is if you're clinically depressed and you're on medication, you're not going to stay in bed all day. Um, but if you are, um, if, if you, you know, you can get down on medication, but you don't get to that clinical state. Um, you know, I'll have a bad day and uh, Jamie will say, 
did you take your pills? And I'm like, of course I did. I can still feel sad. I can still feel upset. I can still feel. The medication does not take away who I am. And yes, I have bad days. And But they're nowhere near as bad as they used to be. Right. You know? Yeah, there's never, it never, there is no cure. There's treatment to, to help with like, you know, to have an exacerbation of your symptoms. So your symptoms are, you know, either gone or much, much lessened. So yeah. Right. So you are going to feel, you know, and there's situational things that anybody would feel sad. Exactly. Regardless of what medication they're taking. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good point. You know, it's not like all of a sudden nothing's going to bring you down. Right. Right. And, and that's, and, and again, getting back to your, your point about people who are afraid to take medication or, or just are playing against taking medication. It's not going to take away who you are. Once you get on the right medication, it's just going to, you know, alleviate your symptoms and you're still going to be funny and you're still going to enjoy people and you're still going to be the same person that you are inside nothing's going to change except the fact that you are not going to live under that dark cloud. Right. You know? Yeah. But, you know, I'm happy to share and, and be very personal and I'm okay with people out there knowing my situation because, because as they say, it sounds very cliche, but if I can help one person, if I can maybe, you know, if, someone listening has a friend that may show these kind of symptoms. Uh, maybe they can talk to their friend into getting some help um, and not necessarily medication. Maybe they just need a therapist. Who knows? Right. You know, there's, di- yep. there's different levels. Right. You know, so, so that's, that's my story. And uh well, thank you so much for sharing it. It means a lot to a lot to a lot of people because a lot of people suffer in silence. Well, you're welcome. And I, I, I spent way too many years suffering and I'm so glad I have my life back. And um, it's a good life. And it's it's with a lot of help, a lot of uh, family support. Uh, my boyfriend is supportive. My children are supportive. And um it's just opened up a, a new life for me that I'm I'm happy I have. And I and I just hope that people out there just, you know, take t- oh, no, no, no. <laughs> her too. Her too. I just hope people out there, you know, take the first steps in in exploring what's going on in their lives and and figure out if it is truly depression or maybe not depression. Um but lean on the people you love. That's the bottom line. You're never alone. You're never alone. There's always someone there. Yeah, or someone that under can understand because they're going through the same thing and they just haven't talked about it either. And sometimes it's just someone else saying something, saying, yeah, you know what? Me too. I thought it was just me. Right. And what about that? And oh, yeah. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I... I feel like I took up all of the time. I hardly let you get a word in edgewise. I, it wasn't about me. It was about you today. It was all about me. 
Yay. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've done an episode. Um, I'm so glad we finally got it together. But um, here's to a to a good 2021. Here, here. And lots more good subjects to talk about and hopefully yes. more, more guests. Yeah. And we'll um, we'll definitely post some links in. Hopefully you can do that. Post some links. If not, gonna... you, know, you can always uh, people, you know, just make sure you're relying on reputable sources when you're looking up information. And CDC is always great. National Institute of Health. You know, mm-hmm. um, NAMI. I want to say, lastly, NAMI is an amazing, amazing organization. Can you spell, nas- spell the that? Nas- sure. The National Alliance for the Mentally Ill, N-A-M-I. Okay. And they support people with mental illness and their families and loved ones. Wow. So they can help families who are struggling with a son or a daughter, whoever, someone in their life that has mental illness, substance abuse, something like that. So it's definitely NAMI is a great site to start at nami.org okay that's fantastic information so listen let's um let's buckle up and uh finish this weekend out right yeah um you know your birthday's around the corner so um you better be knitting yourself something i just (laughs) lost you for a minute i said you better be knitting yourself something for your birthday knitting for my birthday yeah for yourself you know, I I do Christmas presents all year long for everybody else, but the past month um since Christmas has been over, I've been making myself things. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been going really good. So, um I'm going to keep keep up the good work. It keeps me busy. It's meditative and uh right. It's how we get the name of this show. I can't do a dip stitch. That's right. (laughs) Thank God. All right. Well, listen, take care. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. And I guess you'll be listening to this on Sunday. We'll publish it. No, we'll publish. We'll publish today, Saturday, the 6th, Saturday, the 16th. Almost live. Whoa. Almost live. Have a good rest of your weekend. And we look forward to our next discussion. Any record, any, but have any suggestions about things to talk about? Or if you want to be a guest on the show, please reach out. Don't forget, Joanne, how do you like and subscribe? Or can you explain that? Well, you can go to um, any. You could actually go to Apple Podcasts. You can go to Spotify. You can go to Podchaser. Um, I happen to like Podchaser. And go to podchaser.com. And in the search window, type in Dipstitch, D-I-P. S-T-I-T-C-H and our page will come up and there's a button on the right hand side that says follow and when you hit follow and give them your email you will get notified every time we have a new podcast so awesome. and we ha- yeah we have a number of followers in fact since we took a break a- after the holiday I had four people ask me, when is the next dip stitch? Yay. (laughs) Yay. Everybody wants to hear it. So we're happy you're joining us and uh, we hope you have a great weekend. All right. Dip stitch out. Dip stitch out. Bye-bye.